And I'm just like, that actor did not look 10. Like, unless, like, I don't know how old kids are anymore. Like, unless I can't quantify ages for kids anymore. Like, that actor looked at least, like, 12 to 15 years old. Yeah. I agree. So I was just like, what? That was a 10-year-old? I'm like, since when? (laughs) Jen works with kids. I was going to say, I work with 10-year-olds. Yeah, I work with 10-year-olds. That's not, he's not 10. Welcome to another episode of The Keeg Live. It is the show brought to you by The Keeg, where we talk about a different uh, topic every other week. This week, we are talking about Uncharted, which is the movie based off the video game. Uh, I mean, I, I thought it was more complicated than that. But no, it is a movie based off the video game. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and I can't talk about this alone. It would be kind of boring and not quite as interesting. So instead, I've brought two awesome guests onto the show to talk about Uncharted with us. First, she's been on the show before. You may know her as Amanda Just Vibin. We got Amanda Castrillo. Amanda, how you doing? I'm doing good, how you doing? I'm doing good, as long as you're doing good. I'm doing good though. <laughs> talk about small talk. That's like small, that's like, I used to work at a bank and it would just be all small talk. And it's like, how you doing? Or like, how's it going? It's going. Oh. I worked in retail. I totally understand. They're good. It's that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we could, you know, get the small talk out of the way and get to the big talk. They're, you know, the hard hitting topics that is Uncharted, the movie. Mm-hmm. So thank you for, for coming. No problem. <laughs> uh, new to this show, but not new to the Keegan general. Uh, you may know her from our Instagram live chats. You may know her uh, from TikTok as Jen Mar- Jen Marspa. I, I, yes. I, I, <laughs> Or as on, on Instagram, when I read it out, Jen Marspacos. But I realized recently that, that it was Jen Marspacos. Yes. <laughs> How's it going, Jenna? Never better. How never are you? Uh, I'm doing good. You're really never better? Or is that small never talk? Never better. For, this is the best yeah. I've ever been. That's good. No, this is, yeah. Is it because you're on the show? Absolutely. For the, for the first time? Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. Welcome. Um, yeah, thank you. Amanda has the bucket of blood that we use to haze all the uh, all the newcomers. So Amanda, I hope, I hope you stuff. have. Okay, it, it, it can transcend uh, through uh, waves, so it can go through your computer and it can get yeah. you. I'm sorry. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. This is some high tech stuff here. We got our on. our hazing knows no bounds. You okay. know, no bounds. Not even <laughs> technology. Not the internet. Yeah. It's got it. No, it's wow. limitless. Um, it's really a state of mind if you think about it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> everybody we all we all saw, saw uncharted the movie the movie is based off of a video game by playstation mm-hmm. um which they don't fail to let us know that because there's a big old playstation intro thing that mm-hmm. happens and it's like oh are you are you dc now like it's just it's a very it looked more like like a dc opening of a dc comics movie um but uh did, did anyone has anyone here played the video games um, so I actually haven't. I only ever knew of the video games. I've seen people play it before, but like me myself, I have not played the Uncharted series. Um, I went basically just watching it as a movie with the knowledge that it was a um, not a superhero movie, yeah. a um, a video game movie. But I just went in fully like, okay, I'm watching a movie. 
So I have not played the games. I've only ever known about it. I've only ever seen other people play it. And that's pretty much it. That's fair. That's fair. I'm sort of in the same boat as you. Like I knew about it. I've seen other people. I've seen like clips on the internet, but never played it myself. Yeah. I, when it comes to video games, uh, I tend to get video games of like video games that I've played before that I know that I like, and I don't take too many chances on franchises or whatever that I don't. And then I tend to also get superhero games, even if they're bad, like, or like a Star Wars game or something like that. Games based off of properties that I already like. So Uncharted started off as a video game and that's like all it was up until this movie. Uh, Unless I'm wrong, maybe somebody out there might be able to correct me. But for the most part, like it was just a video game. So I didn't take that chance because that's a lot of money. You just pay like 50 bucks and like, you may not like it, right? Yeah, games aren't cheap. Games aren't cheap. That being said, I played the fourth one because it was cheap. As cheap as cheap could be, it was free because I had my PlayStation (laughs) Plus and I got it for free and I played it. And like, it's really good. Hmm. Like the game's really good. And that's from somebody who I'm not a big gamer. Like, I'll play my games that I love, but I'm not a big gamer. But the fourth one, Thieves, Thief's End, is really good. And um, I was interested to see. I mean, it was already like a movie, but in, in a video game. Mm-hmm. It was weird to see them make a movie. Because there's also, like, just, like, full cinematic, like, stuff in the video game. So I thought that was interesting. But it's a really good uh, video game in case anyone wants to play it notice yeah <laughs> you know, i'm unfortunately an xbox household because my husband and i did rock paper scissors and i lost so we got an xbox and not a playstation oh you guys yeah. did a thing is that how you guys decided essentially yes because i was a playstation household he was an xbox household and we got married and she's like okay what kind of household are we gonna be because i can't like we can't do this like we can have a switch and that's like the only common ground we can have right and so i lost it and now if I get a PlayStation, it's on me. <laughs> do do you have a Switch though? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because Switches are amazing. Like I'm a Nintendo. They're really cool. <laughs> like I, I Nintendo all all day every day. Nintendo. Uh, they snapped on the Switch, I must say. Yeah. Uh, but my I had a PS2, and then I didn't get a PS3, and then I got a PS4 for Spider Man. And oh, so I missed a reason. lot. I feel like I missed Prime PS3 like stuff, which is yeah. Uncharted, I think. I stopped at PS3 and it was a travesty. Yeah. <laughs> Jen, what, what do you got? I have a PS4. I also have okay. a Switch, but I share it with uh, children. So, you know, I rarely get it. <laughs> That's really charitable. Rarely in my of position. You. <laughs> yeah. you, share, you share your switch with children with you're like hey children. child yeah you want to play <laughs> them children out there yeah all those all those switchless children <laughs> they're so lucky to have you switchless children. <laughs> um <laughs> but uh do you guys do you guys like video game movies <laughs> they've been hit or miss right hit or miss yeah i agree yeah what what is your favorite video game movie? Like, I mean, I what video say, game movie did it well? Not necessarily did it well, but I'm nostalgic for it. It's Tomb Raider. Oh. Like, 
again, like I haven't seen that movie in years, but like I remember just really enjoying it because again, I was young and I had played the video games. So like, and it was Angelina Jolie, so I was like not gonna not like it. Uh-huh. And then um, anything else really, it's just like, it's hard to, I don't even really go watch them really. Cause again, they're so hit or miss. So you never right. really, like I, I don't want to go in like with a good chance that I might not like it. You know what I mean? Are you kind of like how I am with video games, but for movies, like you don't want, you don't see movies that you're just like, not sure you're going to like. Yeah. Like I'll watch them later. Maybe if they like come out and, or they're like playing somewhere, but like, if I'm going to go to the movies, like I mm-hmm. want there to be a good chance that I'm going to like the movie, unless I'm like reviewing the movie and I'm doing something about it. Like if I'm going to go pay my money to go see a movie, I want to make sure I enjoy it. And yeah. I want to make sure there's like the best chance of me enjoying it. So if I look at something, I'm like, oh, it doesn't look uh, like I'll just probably pass on it and then watch it later. That's fair. Jen, what do you, uh, how do you feel about? Okay. So Tomb Raider was cool. And yeah. I, again, have not seen that. My favorite video game movie. I'm so lame. Is Sonic. Sonic's good. Okay. Yeah. I watched, I watched Sonic probably once a week with my like different classrooms and stuff. We like have indoor recess or whatever. And I'm always like, Sonic is my first go-to. I love the movie Sonic. And I played Sonic growing up with like all my cousins and stuff. So I, I'm really looking forward to the second one. Like, yeah, very Uh, much. (laughs) They they recently stated, Paramount stated, because it's a Paramount property now, um, Mm -hmm. that they're doing Sonic 3. Yeah. And a Knuckles spinoff series. Yes, I did really? hear that. With, with Idris Elba as Knuckles again in the series. Yeah. Because he's I'm... been, you know, he's voicing Knuckles. And so it's cool that they're, you know, they have faith yeah. in that property, which was nice. Yes. Yeah. I'm no, really they're going to hate me. I didn't see the first one. What? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it's, oh. it's cool. It works. As long as you're not like too cool for school. Like Snyder Bros, <laughs> Snyder Bros won't like Sonic. I feel like there's no overlap, right? Okay, got it. Like I, I like to have fun, so I think I'll like Sonic. Right, and that's why you're not a Snyder Bro, right? <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah. A, I'm not any kind of bro. I'm a yeah. bro, but not a bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Sonic did it well, and uh, it because it was literally just Sonic, mm-hmm. uh, and then I don't know if you guys have seen the the Mario Brothers movie back in the 90s no but i've seen clips (laughs) do you okay so we're all familiar with with mario right yes the movie the premise of the movie they start off with a flashback kind of essentially saying that the asteroid that hit earth to kill the dinosaurs didn't kill the dinosaurs it shunted the dinosaurs into a different dimension where they continued to evolve and created a society so they look like humans mixed with a little bit of dinosaurs and so then you have bob hoskins as mario and john leguizamo who go to this other dimension and it's this like dirty gritty city of like weirdo people that are supposed to be adaptations of mario characters it's 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 so weird (laughs) i'm trying to wrap my head around this it's it's so weird and Dennis Hopper is 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 Bowser and in the end he uses a de-evolution ray 
on himself to turn into a T-Rex to fight Mario. A de-evolution, right? There's a de-evolution. Yeah, that is also a plot point. He, there's a de-evolution, (laughs) right? Wow. Yeah. Uh, So (laughs) point is, is like, there are adaptations that go off the wall bananas. And then there's adaptations that are closer to the source material like Sonic is. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, the Uncharted movie is pretty close to the source material, except that it has a a younger Nathan Drake. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in in the in the video game, he's older. So this is kind Mm -hmm. of like a prequel, but also adapts a lot of the storylines from some of the other games, Um, which is something that only like people who would have played it would know, because I think they do it fairly seamlessly in this movie. Uh, but I guess the first question that I would ask you guys is not a rating of the movie, but do you feel you wasted your money? Um, like, was well, it worth I saw the it money? for free, but I would have paid for it. Okay. Um, okay. Like, <laughs> like I, I saw it for free, but I would have paid for it. I did enjoy it. Okay. Um, like, I wouldn't have been angry leaving the theater had I paid, like, my $15 to go see it. I would have been like, oh, that was fun. Like, it was nice. It was a good experience. The people I was with, like, it was a good vibe within the theater too. I think theater vibe also has a lot to do with the experience. Um, and I did really, like, I didn't watch this movie being like, oh, like it wasn't one of those movies like, oh, why did you do? Like, it was actually really fun. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. I went in with kind of neutral to like, it's a video game movie expectations. And I came out pleasantly surprised. So yeah, I'm not mad that, I, if I had paid for it, I wouldn't have been mad. <laughs> yeah. How how was the vibe? Because you went to a special screening. How was how was the vibe there? Uh, it was really fun, especially like those screenings are really fun because they're with like other nerds like you and they're yeah. other like fans like you. So it's not like a normal movie theater where it's like, don't make any noise, don't do it. It's a, right. like people are like, yeah, they're like cheering and they're making jokes together. And I was sitting next to like Nikki and Divinity. And we were just having like a really, like, we were having a hoot, just like watching the movie, like, see, like, miniature, like hearing miniature commentary on the side and then behind me. It was just really fun. Yeah. And it was just good energy, um, good environment, good food, because it was a diamond theater. Oh. And um, it was just nice. It felt like a movie night with your friends. So yeah. it was just really cool. You get to catch up with people you haven't seen in a couple months. And uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Jen, what do you what do you think about the movie? How was your screening, your um, viewing experience? Well, so I really liked the movie. Um, I didn't quite get that fun of an experience, but they like there were some laughs in the theaters. People were really enjoying it. I think I don't think anyone left disappointed. Um, I had a great time. I will say though, off of what you were mentioning, that he was younger in the movie. Um, I didn't know that going into it, and when I'm walking in, I was the first one there, and the employee was in there, and he's like are you here to see Uncharted? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you know, I'm just really disappointed. They picked Tom Holland because he looks like such a baby. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> I was like, I didn't, I guess I didn't get why that was important. Yeah. But now I guess if he was like a big gamer he might've been a little disappointed about that, but I was like, no, oh, I think it'll be good. It was, I wasn't disappointed at all. I would pay for it again. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like who asked that guy? Like, I would, don't know. You're walking like, into the movie. Why would he keep it to yourself, dude? I said, I think you might be talking to the wrong person because I would go see anything Tom Holland's in. So, uh, fair. not sure he picked the right person. Today. That's fair. 
Uh, I think. Oh, so sorry. Go. No, no, no. <laughs> Amanda. Um, because Tom Holland, his character is twenty-five in the movie, mm-hmm. and um, Tom Holland himself is twenty-five. I believe he obviously wasn't twenty-five while filming because they filmed beforehand. Um, right. but you could tell that it was like a younger version of the character. Like it wasn't trying to convince you that this. 20 something was like a 35 year old man right like it was very much like this is a younger dude so it would have been different had they like cast him and then tried to convince us he was 30 like that would have been weird but no he was like a 25 year old bartender so like he had the vibe of like i'm a 25 year old bartender so the only thing i will say is that it was kind of jarring um, watching him like drink and like hold guns. Um, like it was really weird. Yeah. Because I had just seen him like as a high schooler like a, yeah. two months ago in Spider Man. Yeah. So like I was just like, wait a minute. We, I was like, oh, he's old enough to drink. Okay. <laughs> right. Like he's a bartender. It's fine. Like I have, I have so many thoughts about uh, Tom Holland that I don't think I'm ready to get into right now. Um, other than Tom Holland being 25, playing 25 is way different than like Channing Tatum at 25. Like, I feel like Tom Holland, uh, will always kind of look like a youngster until he like grows some facial hair or something like, Mm -hmm. and that's fine. Like those are the roles that he's playing, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. he's playing a 17 year old Peter Parker. Right. Right. Uh, Uh, and that's what we know him as. And then in this, it was weird to see him drink. Also, he was drinking a lot. Like he's an alcoholic. (laughs) I think that's part of his character, but he has no, there's no effects of it. He just drinks all the time and we never see him drunk. Right. Oh, except he did for get that drunk one once. Scene. Yeah, I was about to say there was one scene where yeah. he was a little. Yeah, it was when he was drinking like the the wine. He walks into the room. He's just like, "Have you yes. all tried this?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was the one scene where he was a little bit like, "Good night." Yeah, but um, <laughs> but it was really weird. Like it was jarring to see him like stealing stuff and swearing and drinking and acting like an adult. Because I'm just like, wait a minute, hold on. Like we're the same age, but I keep seeing him as if he's younger than me yeah mm-hmm. and it's weird because i'm just like we're the same age but like put that down <laughs> you're not old enough right um yeah sorry jen did you have any did you have were you gonna no, say something i i agree with what she's saying it was hard for me to separate the two because there were even like some action scenes where i'm like oh he's like jumping around like he's spider-man i mean he's like climbing walls and doing all these crazy stunts and i'm like this isn't this he's not a superhero let's just (laughs) it was hard to like remember oh yeah we're not this is not the same movie yeah um i so so my story about watching this movie i had like a busy day on thursday and normally i see my shows i see my movies on thursday night after i get done hosting trivia uh mostly because if i'm talking about it on saturday it's just not enough time like sometimes fridays i'm not free and so I went there and I fell asleep in the first half and it's no fault of the movie. I just fell asleep. I was just like, and I kept struggling to like stay awake. And then I woke up for the second half, uh, which was cool. But I realized as like thinking about it the last couple of days, you know, since then I'm like, Oh, I have this, I have this podcast that we're doing right now and I need to see the first half. <laughs> so today I was like, what's the earliest showing I can do? And it was like 11.45. So I'm like, okay, that's enough time. I'm just going to go watch the first half. So I like showed up a little bit late because I'd already seen like the first like 15 minutes of the movie anyway. 
showed up a little bit late, left early, but I just saw like the stuff that I didn't get to see. And I'm like, okay, this makes more sense now. I'm more invested today. Like seeing that I, I liked it better seeing it like during the day than when I was like super sleepy. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'd recommend that like this movie should be, it's like a midday treat. I don't know whether it's the end of the night treat because you will fall asleep. Or at least I do. <laughs> Not that it's boring. It's just, you know. And the funny thing about the movie too, it's like it immediately puts you into the action. Like it puts, like the first scene is literally like the end of the movie. Like it's like, well, not yeah. even the, end of the, movie, the middle of the movie actually. Yeah. Like the first scene is the middle of the movie. Yeah. And like, it looks like something that would be the end of the movie, but it's the middle. Yeah. And then you have that flashback scene where he like grabs like his brother's hand and it's pulled up. And then you have like the whole context of everything that also messed me up. Cause I was just like, it said 15 years later. And I'm just like, why does young Nathan look like he's already 15? Like, cause he was supposed (laughs) to be 10. And I'm just like, that actor did not look 10. Like, unless like, I don't know how old kids are anymore. Like, Unless I can't quantify ages for kids anymore. Like that actor looked at least like 12 to 15 years old. Yeah. I agree. Uh, so I was just like, what? That was a 10-year-old? I'm like, since when? Jen works with kids. Did that kid I was look like say, a 10-year-old? I work with 10-year-olds. Yeah. I work with 10-year-olds. That's not, he's not 10. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I was also I like, okay, this kid is young Tom Holland by what? Three years? Yeah. Like, yeah. How old is, and then it's like, oh, he's 25. Okay. I guess, but all right. Yeah. I was just like, that looks like how old Spider-Man should look. I was like, <laughs> like a really young, in, like, yeah. The MCU trilogy. I'm just like, huh. Mm. That was that was kind of iffy to me. Like, that was the only thing where that kind of like threw me off. And then when he was like, oh, my brother left when I was ten. I'm like, okay, he's 25. Because for a second, I'm like, are they trying to convince me that Tom Holland's like 35? <laughs> like, it just uh, did not. In, did in not what universe? Me. No. Yeah. yeah. Um. It does start right in the beginning of the action, and then it goes to that flashback scene with the brother. Did the brother part confuse you guys? Because the brother doesn't show up. Uh, I understand why it was there. I feel like there was like a little bit too much emphasis, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, I don't think that needed a whole flashback in the beginning. I feel like he could have looked at maybe a picture or something, and it could have brought them to like a flashback that took like two to three minutes tops. Yeah. I don't think the whole entry part needed to be a whole flashback of him and his brother. I think it would have come across pretty much the same had he been looking at something later on or looking at his like ring necklace. Yeah. And then like a flash happens, and then it brings us back to the present. Yeah. Because it just kind of like, you brought us to the middle, to the past, and then to the present in the span of like 10 minutes. And I was like, yeah. wait, wait a minute. <laughs> I was just like, hold on. <laughs> like that kind of jumped around a little bit. I would have preferred they did like a miniature flashback later on if they had to do a flashback at all. Right. Uh, the flat, that scene, weirdly enough, is from the fourth video game. Again, the fourth one and the oh. fifth, the fifth one's like a spinoff, but I've played that one too. Um that one stars Chloe Fraser and mm-hmm. uh, another character that's introduced in the fourth one. But in the fourth one, it starts off, the flashback is of, of him and his brother. Because his brother is like a big part of the fourth video game. But I don't think he's a big part. I don't think he's anywhere at all in the um, first three video games. So it's kind of weird. But this flashback in the first movie is a scene from the fourth video game that you have to like literally play through and it lasts so long where you have to sneak behind nuns. It's, it's, I'm glad they didn't go that route. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I don't know. Uh, Jen, I really you... liked it. I like which part. Well, okay, so I agree that they did a lot of jumping back and forth between like the tenses, and they should have just started with him and his brother. But I think his main, I think the point they were trying to get across is that his main motivation for doing all of this was for his brother, and to do that, they have to show their relationship together. So I really liked it. And I think they're just trying to set it up for this to keep going, like as a franchise, like yeah. for the movies. Mm-hmm. So even though he may not show up until the fourth game, to introduce him now kind of keeps you coming back for yeah. more movies until he's truly like a big part, which I'm going to be really disappointed if he doesn't show up until the fourth movie or if they're going to make yeah. four. I don't know what they're going to do there, but like I'll be really mad because I really like him. Didn't they say he was he died though? But I don't believe that. If I don't no. see a body, I don't believe he's it. He's in the post credit. He's in the end credit. Yeah. Yeah, he's in the post Oh wait, scene. shit. Sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. Can I <laughs> I forgot if I could swear or not? Oh yeah, you could you could you could fucking say whatever you want. That's fine. Okay, got it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. We literally have like on on our like streaming platforms. If anyone out there doesn't know, we are streaming to volume.com, twitch.tv, and YouTube. Um, and if you're listening to us but not seeing our faces, you're listening to us uh, wherever you get your podcasts from. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. But as far as uh, streaming, we have like a mature warning, con- like content warning on our thing and that, that I put because like we have, we have like language. This. Yeah, from <laughs> moments where we just want to, you know, say whatever the fuck we want. That's fine. Right. I'm not. Okay, cool. No so I was just like, wait a minute. Oops, I know some of them you can't. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, this is a, this is a, 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 a Christian, you know, very uh, uh, family friendly podcast talking about people shooting each other and drinking and drinking, you know, it, right? And stealing, and stealing. Right. stealing. Pretty much all the, all the sins. Yeah, all and, the sins. Yeah. And thou shalt not steal, kill, uh, throw back that old wine. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I forget, what were you saying before you were like, oh, you were saying shit. Oh yeah, because I I had totally like my brain went wipe um, when I realized that he was in the uh, post credit scenes, and I just now remembered it. I was like, oh wait a minute, you're right. Yeah. So yeah, there's two post credit scenes, and mm-hmm. it's weird. One is that where where his brother's in jail, and then the second one is is um, him um, with the guy that was trying to take his ring, but then the, the eye like, patch guy. Yeah, and the eye patch guy, and he has, and then Mark Wahlberg comes in with the cat. Yeah, and a mustache. And a mustache. <laughs> because his character has a mustache. It's so weird because the video games start with them, I think, knowing each other. Uh-huh. But this is showing, like, how they met, I guess. Yeah. But Sully has a mustache throughout the whole thing. And he's older, too. Like, mm-hmm. everybody's older in the video game. So I get what they're going for with this being an origin thing. But, like, uh-huh. Sully needed to be, like, a, uh, 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 a William Hurt type. You know, wait, William Hurt? Is that what I'm thinking about? General Ross? General Ross from um, the Hulk or like Avengers or for Captain America Civil War? That mustache and like whatever, that's kind of what Sully looks like. So it's kind of weird having Mark Wahlberg. Uh, Um, I do think it's smart though, having younger actors if you do want this to keep going. Because again, they did have after credits, they did have sequel hooks. So if you go with younger actors, you will be able to make more movies in the future. Like without having the actors like age out of the roles they can age into them yeah. so like that is pretty smart from like a business standpoint <laughs> yeah which is which is why marvel kind of shot themselves in the foot to begin with because like robert downey jr was kind of already older 
And like, you're not going to get 30 years out of them. You can get 30 years of Spider-Man out of Tom Holland if you really yeah. wanted to. Because he's I mean, that young. Basically 20 years of Spider-Man out of Tobey Maguire. So right. Like, right. I mean, he That's wasn't true. there for all of them, but he came back. Like, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, was anything of this movie confusing? The plot was kind of... How do we feel about the plot? From a plot standpoint. Basic? Like, it wasn't really hard to follow. Mm. Like, it wasn't, like, anything revolutionary. It was very much a basic, like... It started out kind of like a heist. And then it went on, like, an action-adventure. Yeah. And because you again they had to get the keys and then once they get the keys they got to figure out how to use the keys yeah. and do all the puzzles and the clues kind of like again a video game. Right. And then you get to the ultimate buried treasure. It was very basic. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's not a bad thing. It was just a a basic plot. <clears throat> yeah. Jen, how do you feel? Uh I think I don't I can't even like think of specifically when, but I just remember sitting there thinking there's a lot of plot holes like there were some times where I'm like this isn't that wouldn't happen but it's a movie I just gotta like remember like I think one of the times was they were in the cathedral uh-huh. and when they like broke in I'm like yeah, there's no way they they have security it's like there's they're not just gonna it was just one you, nun there what like, right and I'm like you're not just wandering the tunnels underneath this cathedral and no one notices I just think that's but it's a movie and I gotta remember like it's right. not real so a couple so, uh sorry quick plot hole is when they meet chloe for the first time his backpack's closed and it has a flap like his backpack's the type that has a flap over it right so yeah. how could chloe have stolen the the cross from the backpack when she, okay and at what he had like a sweater over the top of the cross that was in the bottom of his backpack and i thought oh maybe she cut a hole in the bottom but then he was using it later on in the movie and i'm like yeah. I'm just too technical. I don't know. There's a couple I, times where they pull something out and you're like, where did you pull that out from? It's <laughs> like it's like a cartoon where they're like, you reach behind your back and you pull out like a sign. And it's like that sign wasn't there. It's just a cartoon, right? Yeah. yeah. And like, there were times like that when like she stole the cross and I was like, how she, I understand that they're like sticky fingers. And I understand that they're like slick, but also like logistics. Like, <laughs> like, hmm? Um, yeah. Also, like, just in general with, like, certain things, like, them washing up, I think it was, like, with the Philippines, and they, like, washed up to that resort, and I'm just, like, that's really just, like, oddly convenient. A, you fell out of a plane, like, the credit card's fine, everything's fine, (laughs) like, nothing's broken, nothing, you're good, and I'm just, like, it is a movie, Amanda, it's a movie, Um, but there were certain parts where I'm just, like, they would have been yeah 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 um they walk up to the beach and this is something i missed on the first time because i was asleep um they walk up the beach and they talk to a guy that guy is you know like they spend a little bit of time on that guy that guy is the voice of nathan drake in uh uh the video games he's a voice actor people cheered nolan Ah, north um Mm -hmm. is his name um uh and so oh we got math uh matthew maury out there in the uh in the comments uh matthew's my um uh uh, co-host on the boba fett after show he says chloe is just that really 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 good that she could 
I guess, swipe that. Um, but like, yeah, they talked to the guy and that guy is Nathan Drake, his voice at least. It was weird though, right? Was it weird? They focused on him, yeah, for sure. And I was like, that's gotta be somebody. That's, I yeah. of course didn't know, but yeah. yeah. People cheered. I figured that's like what was going on. Cause again, yeah. I had it really like, I don't know the, the deep down behind the scenes lore of Uncharted. Yeah. Um, but um, I think, it was a cool little like thing to add because like I mean why wouldn't you you know it's just right. fun and but I do think it like went on maybe like a second too long <laughs> like I feel like it could have been like a hey what's up yeah uh it's kind of well because dialogue wise it was something along the lines of like where did you guys come from it's like oh yeah we fell out of a plane and then out of a car and then out like and then like fell into the water and he's like I've been there or like he said something like I'm like it's very on the nose. I get how I get how you voice Nathan Drake and Nathan Drake's been there, but you as a character in the movie, how have you been there? Why would it didn't add up? Yeah. He could have just been like, like a, I feel like, sounds a, like a great time. You know? I feel like a nice little ah, like a wink could have sufficed, you know? Right. Like a <laughs> right. Like, uh yeah. Um what were we what were we saying before the plot holes and the plot holes, logistics of things yeah um the plot uh matthew mori out there says the plot is generic mm-hmm. it's fairly generic but i think it's like uh, roughly what i expected mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a fun romp of the movie and I like the idea that like there's a new franchise out there that's not DC or Marvel that like it like a just a classic adventure type story. Mm-hmm. Um, but how did you? But but it, how do you guys feel about the characters? Like J- Jen, who who was your favorite character? Okay, well obviously Nathan Drake. <laughs> Are you a big Tom Holland fan? I'm a huge Tom Holland fan. How do you not know this? I mean, I do know this because you also mentioned it earlier but also i've been a fan of him since the impossible what's, have you seen that what, about the, the tsunami he was like oh okay well yeah. i don't know I, maybe 13 okay i didn't know he was in it that's the one with the uh naomi watts right yes okay yep great movie anyway i liked his character however um i also really like mark Wahlberg, and i think they worked really well together I know that there are people out there who have, do not like their dynamic. There, I've seen a lot of like reviews where they just feel like there wasn't enough like uh, banter between the two, I guess. In like video game, there's a lot of like funny banter between them mm-hmm. and they didn't feel like the movie really portrayed that and they yeah. blamed it on the chemistry between the two. But I, for not playing the video game, I really liked them together. I thought they were hilarious. So they had banter they had enough banter in the movie i thought so too i thought so too and i thought it was i laughed my problem isn't that they had banter like that's not a it's a weird problem Uh, to have apparently that was like a big thing in the game and they didn't feel like it was well done in the movie so maybe i benefited by not playing the game and just seeing the movie i don't know yeah amanda did you have did you have thoughts on that um, I'm a very like character person. Like I have this thing where I'm like, if I don't care about the characters, I don't care about what's going on. Yeah. So like I I did like um the main two. I liked um 
Tom Holland as Nathan I, and I did like Mark Wahlberg as Sully. I agree with Jen where I'm just like, I did like the banter. Like again, I don't have any frame of reference, but from what I saw, I was just like, they're doing fine. <laughs> like, I'm like, it's not again, like the only thing that kind of like put me off a little bit was like recontextualizing my perception of Tom Holland, which is like something I have to do. It's not his fault that, I mean, he signed the contract. It was like, it's not his fault that like people look at him as younger than he is. Like he yeah. is a grown man. So it's like, that's just something that I had to like remind myself of. I was like, okay, this is not weird for him to do. He's literally 25. Yeah. So like, that was the only thing where I'm like, okay, you can say bad words and drink. It's okay. Um, <laughs> the only thing I like place where I think the characters fall flat was A, the villains and B, Chloe. I mm. feel like they forgot about Chloe in the last like third of the movie. They literally yes. just stuck her on a boat with the wrong coordinates and said, okay, bye. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. And, and then like, um, I, oh, I forgot her name. I forgot the name of the character. Braddock? Um, um, huh? Braddock. Tati Braddock. Gabrielle's character That was, the, that was the, uh, the girl with the, the waves, right? Yeah. With the hair. Yeah. Um, yeah. Braddock too, where it's just like, I kind of like gathered that she was going to be like the baddie baddie. And that Antonio Banderas was just going to be the, uh, the the head that was going to eventually, like, I kind of gathered that very quickly. Yeah. He was very much like a, a mustache twirling villain, <laughs> where he was just like, ah, yes, my family has this fortune and we deserve it. Like, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> sweet. Um, Braddock, the only thing I liked about her is that he had, had like a personal beef with like sully yeah so that kind of made it more a little bit more integral but at the same time it's like she was very much just like bossing the henchmen around and not really she wasn't very scary like i like i like my villains to like make me be like oh shit like i might like i feel attacked like i like villains like that but it was very much like caricatures of villains if that makes any sense yeah so i do think the protagonists were really nice i do think the protagonists worked well together but like the antagonists and villains were just like not all the way there okay fair jen i agree with her oh uh, yeah the the leverage that she ha- i didn't understand the leverage she had over all these men like what Ooh. makes you so braddock oh i don't understand like what made her so scared i didn't understand like she, she kills a lot of people all. right she's a mercenary yeah but they killed all these people too <laughs> i don't understand i didn't she was like I, telling them what to do and they're just like yes ma'am and then they're off and i'm like <laughs> okay I mean, if she, if she told me what to do, I'd follow her. I get like I, mean, I, okay. <laughs> I get it. I get it. You know, um, I don't know. Uh, okay, no, sorry. Did I cut you off? No, no, you're good. Was, okay. I was just gonna say, like, I totally agree. I didn't understand like her pull if at all. I uh, I kind of differ from you to kind of like with with these thoughts. It's like I didn't really like Mark Wahlberg in this. I thought he was just classic Mark Wahlberg. He's like, I was paying attention, especially the second time I saw it, like to his inflections. And he'd like, does this thing, you know? <laughs> and then like, I'm Mark Wahlberg. And like, <laughs> and it's like, uh, okay. And then I also like, pay, like I was paying attention to his accent. So he has like that Boston thing. And then like Tom Holland was also kind of wavering on his accent. Like he, yes, he called I it a, that. he called it a core instead of like, like it's a car but the character's from boston right so wouldn't he be like ka but then like he called it a core and i was like where are you coming from man come on tom you're better than this where are you coming from We're like um but mark Wahlberg was just mark Wahlberg, um and like 
Mark Wahlberg's talented enough, or at least he has enough experience that he can like pick up a role and he just plays it. And he, like, he does essentially, he doesn't go lower than the bare minimum. So he always like, he plays the character, but he doesn't play like a different character. Mm-hmm. Am it's I- kind of like, he, he doesn't get lost in it. Like you watch it and you're like, oh, this is Mark Wahlberg playing Sully. Yeah. Like, yeah, I like that. Yeah. It's not like, oh, that's Sully. It's like, no, it's Mark Wahlberg playing Sully. Yeah. So, like, I, I fully get what you mean on that. Um, another thing, too, I will say, um, I, I didn't notice, I did notice that uh, Tom's accent was kind of slipping. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he would go between, like, sounding just, like, generic to sounding like a New Yorker to sounding like something else. Yeah. And I was just like, uh you good like <laughs> like happening yeah and i'm just like he's, he does it really well in like the mcu where it's like he could have fooled me right but in this one it's a little bit shaky and i feel like maybe with a little bit more time and a little bit more of like a coach for like a different dialect that he would have like nailed it a bit more but i could definitely notice that like some stuff was coming through that was definitely not bostonian <laughs> yeah i think a lot of the time with with these movies and movies in general is like how quickly did they make it and Mm -hmm. when when you make something really quick and you have to fit it within a certain time and you don't have time for reshoots or like even another take you know like a director that's running really fast is gonna be like uh i could do another like another go through of the scene or nah we'll move on all right let's pack up let's move to the next thing right and I mean, you see it most like notoriously in the Iron Fist show on Netflix, where they're they're learning their choreography 15 minutes before they do a scene, and then they do it, and they're like, "We'll figure it out later." And this one, I didn't feel like they did that necessarily, but rather, I think they could have gotten a better performance. Whoever the director is, I don't know who the director is on this. I feel like they could have like really like tried to get a better performance out, but they were like, "Nah." It's cool. It's good enough, right? Mark Wahlberg is good enough. So, okay. So playing off this. Yeah. Um, I, he works with a dialect coach. Tom Holland works with a dialect yeah. coach. And he, um, he actually had another movie. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, Cherry. And he mispronounces uh, something in Cherry. And uh, he didn't catch it until he did the final, like, watch of the movie before it came out and he called the director and was like i need to redo the, redo the audio for this yeah because it's not right my my accent's not right and i looked back at this movie while i was watching and like why did he not him or the director whoever like catch this and say you don't have to reshoot the whole scene but redo the audio for it at least like yeah some of it was like really noticeable and i was like kind of disappointed at that because i'm like i know you're better you have a dialect coach I know he is better this. tom holland's better than that yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like Mark Wahlberg's been in the industry for so long that, like, it doesn't really, like, he's just like, okay, whatever, I'm moving on to the next thing. Tom Holland puts a lot of time and effort into, like, right. what he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, that is interesting. Here's the question, though. I don't know if either of you know. Was this filmed before or after No Way Home? Before. This was filmed before and released after? Sure. So. Uh, yeah, because it was, yes. So I'm, like, nearly positive. It's like, Jen, as Tom Holland's rep, uh tell us his schedule like how did this you know what was it like you know managing him um (laughs) uh yeah okay so that makes sense but then it also makes sense like right after he's done filming this he's just like off to spider-man and he can't worry about uncharted 
And that makes sense, right? Yeah, I think he actually did some reshoots after No Way Home, if I'm not mistaken, just like scenes or something. I don't know, but um, I, I just think it could have had more yeah. attention paid to so it. I just looked it up with the power of Google. Um, <laughs> and um, So yeah, he was cast in May 2017. He was young. Oh my gosh. Um, it's a really young time to cast him. It was yeah. originally supposed to come out uh, December of 2020. Oh. So it was supposed to come out nearly two years ago. Okay. Um, right. But it ended up uh, getting moved forward, obviously, in 2022 because of COVID and because of everything, like, coming out. Yeah. So, yeah, it was supposed to come out in December of – actually, no, a year ago, not two years ago. Yeah. Um, it was supposed to come out in December of 2020. Okay. And um, principal shooting had wrapped in – it started in March, so it must have ended that summer. And that's yeah, when he no, starts no, 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 Spider-Man? Not that summer. It ended in um, fall. And that's so when he ended, starts Spider-Man? No, 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 no. Um, the shooting for Uncharted started in March of 2020 and ended in October of 2020, so they filmed it all during the pandemic. Oh. And it was supposed to come out that December, and that did not happen, obviously. It but um, they, they, were, they were supposed to only do, like, an, a month or two of, like, editing and then release it, like, right after they shot? Yeah, that's crazy. Like, literally October, this was, is like, an October to December pipeline. <laughs> like that, that is it. way too quick for like a movie this size. I'm surprised it came out this good then. I mean, yeah, I, well, we had more time now to edit it. I right. don't know what we would have gotten back in 2020. Right. Um, as far as like a Spider-Man, like a junior high a junior high play production of Uncharted, just really so, low production quality and like like how how do you pull that up? I don't know. Interesting enough, Spider-Man No Way Home's production commenced um, when um, Uncharted stopped. So Uncharted stopped um, filming in October of 2020, and then immediately he started filming Spider-Man, and then Spider-Man ended in March 2021. Right, so he went from one to the next. Yes, he went from one after the other. He did Spider-Man after Uncharted, and then Uncharted came out after Spider-Man. And you could see that, right? Like, now that we're Mm -hmm. talking about it, we're like, okay this kind of makes sense behind the scenes. Like you're jumping from project to project. Like, you know, that's why, I mean, a lot of reshoots, the whole justice league mustache thing and everything that's all because of like back-to-back scheduling. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's, it's interesting. Matt says in the comments, I'm guessing they didn't plan to release it with that short of a window. They must've made the decision to delay it before they finish it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Probably. Like while they're shooting it, they're not like, oh, we're only going to put like two months in. They would have known because it was shot during the pandemic that they weren't going to do December 2020. So I think maybe originally they had intended December 2020, yeah. but that mm-hmm. changed because of COVID. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, I have to say what I did like, uh, weirdly enough, and especially the accent that I did like is Chloe. Because Chloe mm-hmm. had an Australian accent and she mm-hmm. is Australian. Um, in the uh, in the video game, she's half white, half Indian, and she's from Australia. Uh, and then I would assume that's kind of what they were going for here. And her, I was paying attention to her accent today, and I was like, okay, I didn't, I didn't uh, hear anything. Um, and what I did like, I do like his and Chloe's relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did like that. And there was there's a weird moment where they have to pretend to dance. It does. They don't hang on it too long like they would with like any other like secret agent movie 
where it's like a whole scene where they're dancing and then like blah blah blah. but they like it's just like five seconds as they move through the crowd and i was like that's cute first of all and second of all i could have seen like 15 seconds of it it you know i'm like a little bit of the opposite oh no okay <laughs> okay i'm sorry i'm stirring the pot here yeah yeah, yeah. um but I kind of felt the opposite because it, it's one of those things where it's like it felt kind of thrown in. It was. It was. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing like, I'm just with that. Like, like, I get it. It's like an action adventure. You have like your main action dude, and then you've got the girls. Like, are, like I get it. Like I understand. But at the same time, it's like I feel like at least me, like as a person in the audience, I've kind of grown past that if that makes any sense or I'm like okay you're either gonna do it or you're not like don't just kind of like sprinkle it there yeah and then be like have an awkward like five to ten seconds and then just be like and then a couple seconds later being like give me the map I got the clock like that's kind of it was a very like just jarring turn right I'm just like there wasn't even like any like hesitation she was just like give it to me you're kind of a cool dude but like give it to me like it was just right. it was very much and then later on where he like readily trusts her again i'm just like i would not like okay she's high but like i would not like it's like i would be like excuse me how do i know that you're not going to screw me over again and like again the, he was smart to give her the wrong coordinates of course but like i would not have had homegirl in the room with me i would have just been like thanks for not letting me unalive but i'm i'm going now um we're good but obviously it's a movie obviously it, it's going for some sort of vibe but to me yeah. i was just kind of like huh and then they kind of just threw her out in the last like 15 to 20 minutes and i'm just like okay she wasn't even involved in the last part so they gave us like this sad like i'm sorry goodbye note right but it wasn't even earned like none of it was earned i agree if, it, like if you had a crush on her that's different if they kind of like thought they were kind of cute and they just had like a banter with each other that's a thing too it's like they had that one weird dance scene no real flirting no real like banter no real like complimenting each other it was just kind of like let's awkwardly dance share a bed and then i'm going to fuck off like, yeah. that, that's kind of just how it went and i was like yeah no but yes but no like yeah uh <laughs> um that brings up a couple of points that i do want to touch on but jen how how what are your what are your thoughts? Okay, so I don't know if you're going to touch on this or not. Okay, okay. first of all, I'd just like to say this whole movie gave me trust issues. Like, not just with between the two of them, but the stealing. I'm like, is that possible? Like, all of that, I was just kind of like, anyway. The what? So, the like, all of this, like, the, the ability to steal things oh. so easily without even, like, knowing, it just, that blew my mind. But yeah. as far as the relationship between the two of them go... At first, I was a little thrown off because I'm like, she just, first of all, she stole something new from you the first two seconds you knew her. And then you like have a crush on her now. And so, but then I, when she held him the gun up or whatever, and was like giving the map, I kind of knew, like, I felt like she was taking advantage of him to use him to get to the map. And she never had any intentions of like being with him. And then I was thrown off that he like was cool being in the same bed and in the same room. And I'm like, hold on. Are we just going to like forget everything that just happened? So yeah, yeah it did throw me off. And I was just, and yeah. I do agree that like he made the right decision by giving him the wrong coordinates, but then he left the right coordinates there. 
also what if she would have found those I don't know it just was like uh, I don't know I didn't feel like the whole relationship was very necessary but no uh what was I was gonna uh I, I somebody somebody put essentially they said that all the characters are just kind of shitty in, in in this movie because they're all double crossing each other oh, like yeah. e- every five minutes and so then you're like uh, okay like do we trust sully Should, like i guess we're focused on nate like nate but like he also does like like stuff right Shitty things and yeah. so it's like everybody's just kind of shitty to each other the only thing is like oh the good guys don't kill each other that's how we know they're good guys like braddock kills antonia banderas's character who again we don't even know the name of like I, the name popped up but it matters it does not matter um <laughs> and like like okay so she's a killer but everybody's just kind of shitty and so you're kind of like okay who do i root for like i we know who to root for but also only because he's the main character right he still does shitty things right like i love morally ambiguous characters and i love kind of like characters in those gray areas and again it's like they are essentially they they performed a heist in like the first like part of the movie and like we know that they're thieves and we know that they still shit and we know they do like bad things. That's like, that's already a given. Right. Like, or they're not asking us to like think of, of this morally great character that, that just like suddenly decided to steal. Like that's kind of a given, like, okay, they are stealing things. We know that we are following this group of people that steals things. So like that part really didn't bother me. Like I knew who I was supposed to be rooting for, but at the same time, I was just like, it, <laughs> Again, it kind of, it, it reminded me weirdly of Goonies, and I remember saying that. Yeah. Where I remember saying that, when I, especially when the ships popped up, and I'm like, it's giving Goonies. Like, I feel like this would have been a good movie in the 80s. Like, that's that's what it's giving me, where it's like, none of the characters were super fleshed out. They try, and here's the thing that gets me, too, because we know Tom Holland's a good actor. Like, we know he's a great actor, and I'm, and I'm sorry to, like, also compare to Spider-Man, but that's the most recent thing we've seen him in. Mm-hmm. Right. And, like, the way he expresses grief and emotion and just, like, anger in that movie is so totally different. And I guess it's just a different director, maybe, that's causing this. But, like, when he finds out his brother's dead, he doesn't really seem like he looks like he cares. Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody told me that, you're, oh, by the way, I was lying to you, I literally... We're just, I was just trying to get you onto this thing because your brother said that you might have known something. Um, by the way, he's dead. I would have been pissed. Like, I would have been, like, actively pissed. He gets sad a little bit. He looks at some postcards. He goes back up to Sully. He's like, I'm not, I'm mad at you, but I'm going to keep doing it. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it lasted two seconds. And he didn't even look that upset. Mm-hmm. Like, there were barely any tears. And I'm just like, so this was your only person that you had on your side for the first decade of your life, he abandoned you, he's gone. You find out that he's supposedly dead, even though he's not, but he doesn't know that. And I'm just like, why do you look like somebody just like stole your car keys? Yeah. Like you really, it looks like, a, it looks like you're bummed about something. You should be really upset, <laughs> but there's nobody really had the emotional weight in this movie. And I don't think it was supposed to be like an emotionally weighty movie. Again, it's a fun action adventure movie, but like, it had no really hard hitting scene. Like there were not any parts where I was like, oh damn, like this might, shit might actually get real. Like I never really had a part where like shit might actually get real. Even as he was falling out of the sky, I still did not have any feeling that this might possibly go wrong because I'm like, this is just not the nature of this movie, you know? Yeah. 
this is the type of movie that I can, and I probably will watch with my dad. Yeah. Because my dad, my dad likes these type of movies, like this genre kind of stuff where it's like, they, my parents would consider this movie realistic because (laughs) compared to movies about aliens in a galaxy far, far away, like they don't like Star Wars. Like they just don't want to watch movies with aliens because aliens aren't like, they don't, really like aliens uh but they would like this right and but also my dad doesn't want to think too hard about the movies he's watching Mm -hmm. so this movie seemed to me like a netflix uh action movie like extraction or or red notice yeah right it was kind of giving netflix action honestly yeah which isn't bad it's just yeah interesting that like it's out in theaters when you if you wanted to keep the same quality release it on netflix uh or you want to make it better quality you could have done like a six episode hbo max uh uh series and then flesh out the characters better and make us like the characters a little better and then spread out the double crosses because a double cross every 15 minutes is is a lot for a for a two-hour movie yeah it gave me lots of anxiety i'm like i don't know who Yes. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know who to trust. I don't know what they're doing, if they're lying. Yeah. Yeah. I was so it also made the characters who were supposed to be smart not feel very smart. Mm. Like because they fell for it every time. Because they fell for it every time. And I'm like, you're you're a career criminal. Why the fuck did you yeah. <laughs> why are you casually just talking here and just like acting like she's not about to take your stuff? Like I, I don't understand. <laughs> like you literally are a career criminal. Why aren't you acting like it? Yeah. Like, why didn't you also have a Glock on her when she turned, when you turned around? Like, cause that would have been a cool scene. Had he like, had they opened the thing and like, he realized he had the map and then she realized he had the map and then she pulls the Glock and he pulls the clock and they have a, a Mexican standoff. Yeah. That would have been cool. Like that would have been like, okay, now they both know what they're doing, but you just have Tom Holland like, this isn't you, Chloe. It's like, you don't even know her. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, you don't even know, like you literally met her like, a day ago why are you shocked like i don't yeah. understand like i really like now that i think about it more like i get it was a fun movie i had a fun time but if you think about it too hard you just get frustrated because you're like you're a career criminal you're literally a grown man why are you shook like i don't understand you really right. shouldn't be <laughs> right uh there the the best scene i thought was like final that final scene where they're they're hoisting up the the ships with the helicopters right but then they also when they're trying to cut off the other helicopter they're acting like their ships won't hit like the ship is the reason you're there but you're playing you're playing chicken with the things that you're there for right like when they cut them off they like separate and then the other one comes around the other side it's like what why what are you going to do you're going to hit each other what's the point logistically how are they how are they going to clear anything without getting stopped by anyone? Right. Like, like how, how, where, did you, where, did you, where did you think you were going with those big ass ships and just tiny ass helicopters? Oh, no clearance. Uh, on that ship, they have like a big old bed ship, but that like, it looked like a, like a pickup truck, but in ship form. Yeah. Like, it, but also like, how, where did you, like, did you think nobody would see you? Because that Philippine, like, that Philippines boat they said that was coming would have seen you be like, right? They were there quick too. 
there's a like, there are two pirate ships on the back of that boat like yeah i'm like you're gonna just roll out of there like literally hoist these ships up and then put them in the sky so if people look up they will see giant ships in the air yeah and then you put them on another big ship and then the, the ship doesn't have a cover you didn't put them underneath like so you take, like you, think a, you're... you take it like a blanket and you're like there we go <laughs> like where did you think you were going with those like how yeah. How does that, does anybody know how that works in the game? What they did? Because if that's what they did in the game, I can see why they would like. Uh, I didn't that play that. Movie, but... That wasn't in a game that I played. So I don't okay. know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, though, though it's weird that finding the ships in, finding one, in number four, they find a ship in that grotto. Mm -hmm. And then, but they don't hoist it up. So like that whole, like at that, I don't know. They like mix and match a lot from the games, so I don't know um, okay. uh, what that it was. It was it cool made though. A ton more sense had they just gotten like two giant, like two yachts. Get two yachts, load up as much gold as you can into those yachts. Yeah, and like keep doing it. Just like do whole like. Why am I thinking like a pirate? Um, right. You, you take as much as you can, and then later on come back for the boats if you can because you know where they are. Right, and, and the boats does. will be lighter. And the boats will be lighter. Yeah. You don't have to work. And if you drop a boat, you won't have to worry about billions and trillions of dollars of gold going to the bottom of the ocean. Right. Take the gold first, take it out, and then come back later for the boats if you really want them that badly. Like, I... The, I know, the logic is not there. Logic, science. Like, I was yeah. just like, why would you hoist it up? What if something goes wrong? What if a cable breaks? Then you just lost everything. Not like, to mention, like, a boat is meant to float. A boat is not meant to suspend from whatever it's hooked onto. Yeah. And like, how did that even, how? Like, that, and it's old and the, and the wood, it must be rotting. Right. So like, that shit would have fell real quick. Right. The weight of the gold alone. Much. Yeah. If you think about it too much, it's going to stop making sense. That's right. like, no. I really liked this movie and I'm just trying to like not think about it too much. Yeah. I, I feel like at a certain point in the whole process, and this is every movie, there's so many steps in the process. There's so many people involved that like things sometimes are overlooked. Like we wonder like, why do all these movies always have something? It's because like nothing is perfect in real life, right? Mm -hmm. And but some but nothing's perfect, but also some things are rushed. And that's just like maybe it was rushed in the writing process so they could start filming because I'm sure Tom Holland had a very small window of time and he's the yeah. main character, right? I just want to know what the writing room looked like. How do we get this gold out? Just pick up the whole boat. Yeah. <laughs> pick up the whole boat. Take the whole thing. <laughs> they're like, okay, we want this scene where the boats are flying, right? And they're like, what? <laughs> Yeah. That's why I'm, I'm just really hoping that happened in the game, and that's why they chose to go that route. That's what um, I'm just hoping. I don't yeah. know. I'll have to, I'll, I mean, we'd have to look that up. Or if Matt's out there and wants to look that up, uh, sometimes, uh, uh, you know, that, that helps. Um, I, uh, I want to bring up a, a thing, especially because I think we're, we're especially poised uh, because of you two. Uh, are we familiar with the Bechtel test? Mm -hmm. No, no. So the Bechtel test essentially states, and it's a very, very, very low bar. Okay. Uh, and it basically states that there are two named women in a movie and they have a conversation with each other other than about men. 
Okay. To show that essentially a woman's purpose is that they can have a connection with another woman that is not man related and that that's not their only purpose in the story is to be related to a man. Right. Okay. Um, Because so many movies, 99% of movies are about just a guy and what he wants. Like Mm -hmm. that's literally 99% of movies. Right. So it's a very low bar. It does not mean that the movie is not misogynistic. A movie could be misogynistic and still pass the Bechtel test. Yes. But if it doesn't pass the Bechtel test, it didn't even try. There are they characters. Did this movie pass the Bechtel test? The only connection the two women had was through Antonio Banderas. And only two women, right? Like we only have two women, female characters, right? Yeah. yeah yeah only two and yeah. also i'm so sorry i'm like trying to fix my lighting because the sun is like directly shining on my face yeah <laughs> that's okay um, that's how i was earlier no it's nice but um i will be right back okay yeah no um, i think the only connection they had was through, and it was really came down to him picking one over the other yeah so <laughs> so it makes it makes the female characters seem like plot devices as opposed to characters in and of themselves. That being said, a lot of the characters are plot devices. I get it, but it doesn't, it, 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 it kind of just relegates them to just being there. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, but there is one scene where, um, oh, I keep forgetting, Braddock um, yeah. and Chloe are like having a shootout. And I don't know if they mention either of the dudes they like work for or with uh-huh. but they're just like fighting though like they're literally just like <laughs> they're, uh, literally just they're hiding behind the boxes one. right when the yeah things, with the boxes yeah. yeah and i'm just like and it's still involving like she's still trying to get out so that she can get to tom holland so that he doesn't unalive in the sky but yeah like I, I don't know if they mention anybody else i don't know i don't remember if braddock says anything to chloe that could like allude to like another dude I'm pretty sure they do, but it's the only scene they have together by themselves. And they're uh, literally yeah. falling out of a plane. Uh, and... Yeah, what, what she says is, it's not too late to sort this out or something like that. Yeah, or like, because yeah. like, she does say something about like how she's going to like pretty much like like die. But like, I don't know if it has anything to do with like Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland or the guy. I don't know whether it counts. Does that count? I don't really, I don't really do. I don't even think it really does because again, like they're not even talking. They're more like trying to kill the other one. I don't think I don't think killing the other person's a part of the Bechtel test. Right. <laughs> right. Like I don't think that's a part of it where it's like, okay, it counts if they're barely talking and just threatening each other. Like that's not really a conversation. That's just like bad mouthing a person you're trying to kill. Right. Like it's and it's especially since you're still trying to kill them. For the sake of another man. Like exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, oh, it's still over a man at the end of the day. It's still over a dude that's hanging out of a, a, a plane. Yeah. Like, it's it's not because they want to talk to each other because they have to talk to each other. It's because Tom Holland's flying out of a plane. Like, <laughs> um, there is, so Chloe is in, um, and I'm trying to figure out this uh, 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 game, um, but basically... Nathan Drake is the main character in four of them, in four of these games, and Chloe pops in and out uh, uh, of a lot of them. And there's another woman that pops in that is the love interest of Nathan Drake, and I don't know, spoiler alert, 
you guys aren't going to play the games, but uh, they marry and they have a kid. So like there's okay, another, cool. so his future wife is not even in this movie, uh, which is fine. I think that maybe they wanted to focus on the Chloe, you know, uh, uh, Nate connection there. But Chloe gets her own game. Um, what's it called? Uh, with another female character, uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. That's what it's called. It's technically the fifth game, but it's not a Nathan. Um, yeah, okay. It's Chloe. Chloe and a character named Nadine. And so, mm-hmm. like, it's an all, that's an, like an all-female um, uh, uh, Uncharted game. And uh, it's pretty good. Like, I haven't finished playing it, but it's pretty good. And, uh, well, a lot of fans were like, that's not Uncharted. Why? Why are we giving the girls the games? Oh, you know? no, girls. Yeah. <laughs> girls don't play games. For, oh for my straight guys, with my they don't heart. really seem to like women, do they? <laughs> I said for straight guys, they don't really seem to like women, do they? <laughs> I mean, no. I, I've Yeah, people have said that, and I, I agree. Uh, because liking is different than, like, ownership and possession. And I yeah. think that that's what they equate. Because, like, why wouldn't you want to play a game with, like, a bunch of girls on the screen? That yeah. sounds great. Like, it, like... it, yeah, it could also be, like, homophobia and transphobia. Like, I don't want to be a woman. It's like, they, like, they I, don't want to play. how to play a dude, like, in a video game. Like, if that, if that automatically made me a man every time I played it, then the world would be a very weird place. Yeah. <laughs> Right. It's it's so weird. And I think it has to do with like ownership and possession and not empathizing because I guess if you're playing as this girl, you're empathizing with her story. And I don't, it's like guys are like, I don't want to empathize with this girl's story. That's a girl's story. It's not my story. I've literally had people in my comments being like, I just don't like female characters because I can't relate to them. And I'm like, if that were the case, I would never be able to relate to anyone because the majority of characters in media are men. That's right. Like, true. Also, 50% of the population is not my gender. So, like, I would not be able to relate to anyone. Like, right. you're not making sense. Like, if that's the case, then, like, who can you relate to? Just yourself? Like, it's weird. Right. It's a really weird take. I, I did a video, uh, and I'd love to get Jen's thoughts on guys in the comments, but, um, because... Uh-uh. Uh, <laughs> But like, I, I did a video because the video prompt was uh, like, what's something that shouldn't be uh, controversial that uh, that everybody would accept or something. But then I was like, I decided to like kind of push some buttons. And I was like, well, 50% of heroes should be women because mm-hmm. 50% of the population are women. Mm-hmm. Then you get guys in the comments being like, well, but 50% of cops aren't women. 50% of soldiers aren't women. P- those are heroes and like something like weird like that. And it's like, they're not making themselves sound better. What? <laughs> and it became They're this not thing. Their case. Yeah, people would. They, they, people, guys started commenting, just being like, "These are the reasons, the mental gymnastics of why women can't be superheroes." But okay, but oh god, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna really try hard not to be mean. Um, to me, you don't have no, to. No, just be in general. Nice. There's people listening. I don't want to like you know. No, no, no. Be, no, be mean. I I've realized a long time ago that the clientele, the audience that I want for the key and for the TikToks is the troublemakers aren't worth it. You know, I block yeah. those people. I'm like, I'd rather you not step foot in near any of this if you're going to cause trouble. Okay. You know? So in that case, let's just, all right. Yeah. So 
I've never thought about it that way. There, absolutely. There should be more female superheroes. I've always thought of that, but like never thought of it in the sense that like, well, half the population is female. So why not have, like, I've never given that logic to it, but it makes total sense. Yeah. But then then saying, well, half of police officers aren't females and half of, you know, whatever aren't female. Okay. Right. But there's a reason for that because yeah. female firefighters and female police officers are getting harassed on a daily basis in those environments. I wouldn't want to be in that environment. I yeah. definitely wouldn't want to subject myself to that. So that's why there's not as many, like, but they have people like those commenters in those professions. I, that's why they're, I don't know. I just don't, they, their logic is not there. And it's, it's, it never is. It never yeah. is there. I don't know. They don't realize that the reason why it's male dominated, it's, it's their fault. Like, yeah, exactly. it's literally because of them. It's like, oh, you want more women? Okay, let them in. No, then sh- shut up. <laughs> it's just right. like, it's like you be let quiet. them in and like, then you harass them. There's not women leave. here. We're trying to let them in. And then you're saying no. So what do you want? Which like, thing ownership. is that's what you were saying is you're a straight man. Why wouldn't you want other like females around you at your place of work? Or, uh, you know, why wouldn't you At want the people- base level. That right. does serve problems though then you get like Rupert Murdoch being like, well, I fill the place with women working here. I give them all jobs and they are then need to give me jobs. You know what I mean? Right. Then they owe you something. You're absolutely right. right. But then if you can, if you can be a coworker with another dude and not expect him to do something for you, then what's the difference? Like if you can have a male coworker and not expect him to show you a good time, if he does the work that you told him to do, then literally just, copy and paste that onto a woman and there you go right like that's it that's all it's right. so simple it's literally so easy and they're just like but i don't want it it's like shh it's like yeah their minds are it's like you're literally complaining about your own problem like, right the one that you made i mean it's a couple of different things it's first thing it's just an individual's inability to see outside like they're not the hero of everyone's story. They're not the focal point. They're not mm-hmm. like the universe doesn't revolve around a single person, right? So there's that. And then it's also the universe doesn't revolve around men. So it's like a slightly mm-hmm. larger thing of like, it's not just you. It's not just men. Women are, are human too. They have their own stories, their wants and desires and, and whatnot. And it's not like they're not there to be owned and possessed, mm-hmm. right? It's but like, just it's like another person. Right. And so I think it's their inability to empathize with women as human beings. And that's a problem. Now, I literally had like a guy, and it was a dude, of course, um, like in my comment section, I got excited about the new trailer for Multiverse of Madness. And I was like, oh my God, it's Professor Xavier. I was like losing my mind. It was literally like Super Bowl Sunday, like five minutes after the trailer dropped. Yeah. And I was like, is that who I think it is? Like, I was so excited. And yeah. somebody in my comments, literally almost word for word, were just being like, calm down. You were just born yesterday. You probably like Disney princesses. And I'm just like, what? so your first you course like of both? action against somebody who was just excited because Patrick Stewart was in a movie was to A, infantilize me, and then B, insult femininity as if women and people assigned female at birth aren't the reason you're here in the first place. Right. Go tell that to your mom. <laughs> See how well she likes this. See how fast she breaks out the, like, like, my chancleta. Like, yeah. Like, I, I get so comments stupid. all the time about, like, men. They have this, like, idea in their head that females can't understand comics or, like, they don't <laughs> get it. And I'm like, I don't understand. Like, 
why wouldn't you want your girlfriend or wife or whatever to share those same interests with you? That makes no sense to me. Like, why, why is that your thing? Why I had a, I had a student come up to me the other day at school and, um, I have like marble stickers on my computer and she's like, you're kind of tomboy, aren't you? And I'm like, why do you say that? And she's like, cause you like superheroes, which is like a boy thing. And I'm like, yeah it's just like that's what is put into their heads and it was put into our heads I mean really it's like a, it's just a, something you have to unlearn. have your mind around like right unlearn and it's just yeah. it's bizarre to me that grown men still feel that way but right it, that's what it, it's bizarre like I'm literally more into like superheroes and Marvel than my husband is like yeah he does not give a hoot he just comes along for the ride and goes huh, <laughs> nice Cool. <laughs> like had, had empty no thoughts liking the the visuals like i i get it because i was there once as a guy like because like society is coding us to like do different things right and then mm-hmm. at a certain point you got to open your eyes and you gotta be like oh shit what the fuck like mm-hmm. uh do that so like i i talked about this on like uh, a previous show is that like i'm very anti-gatekeeper i'm very like for all and that sort of thing now in 2022. And I have been for years, but before that I wasn't, I was a gatekeeper and I realized where that comes from, right? It comes from you wanting to be better and Mm -hmm. you, you fear people in your spaces and you get jealous because they're in your spaces now. And like, should they revere me as a God? Because I've been reading Marvel and DC since I was like five like they should, right? They should bow down to me because, because, you know, they don't appreciate me and blah, 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 blah. Point being is like gatekeeping is about that. And then you get this hate towards women because either way, no matter what, there's like hate towards women uh, where it's like, uh, you know, now they're coming into this space, but I was a nerd and nobody likes me and like that sort of thing. And like, I made a video kinda, about that too, where it's just like, yeah. it's not, it's probably not the fact that you're a nerd. It's probably just your shit ass attitude. Yeah. <laughs> Like, <laughs> and I, yeah, I had a shit ass attitude. That's fucking, it's, it's bad. And so like a lot of them are, are, are coming for that. And it's, it's super weird. Mm-hmm. I don't, then, I don't understand it. I mean, I understand it, but I also don't understand in this day and age. Fake fans, right? All women yeah. are fake fans. Yeah, it really is. It comes, and especially if you don't agree with their take on something in the, in like, in my case, Marvel. Like, if I don't agree, you know, whatever that a movie sucked or something, and it's like, well, you're not, then you don't, you're not a good fan, or you're not a real fan, and you're just like, okay, that's yeah. something like that happens. Standard, <laughs> right, right. Like Cheeto dust have an ass. Like, okay, <laughs> it's 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 funny because we you have there are certain franchises that have lasted decades, right? Like Marvel and DC, obviously, and that's something that like we talk about. But when we're looking at video games like Uncharted, but like when we mentioned Tomb Raider earlier and that sort of thing, Tomb Raider used to be this like bodacious babe looking thing with like big old pointy. uh, And they were pointy because because of uh, uh, the graphics back then, I guess. Mm -hmm. But also like that was like a big thing about uh pun not intended but it was a big thing about Lara Croft is like that's her character <laughs> what can you tell me about Lara Croft those big old bazongas 
boobs. Yeah. Right. And over time, they've been reduced. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the most recent movie, uh, Alicia Vikander's amazingly beautiful woman. But there's a different body type with her versus Angelina Jolie in the past. And people complain. Imagine complaining because somebody's boobs aren't big enough. Like, um, that's such a, like, just, when you really think in perspective, that, that's giving, like, when people got mad about Brie Larson in the Captain Marvel suit because her butt didn't fill it out enough. And I was just like, so you're angry because you can't gawk at a woman's ass. Right. Like, just really sit back and think about what you just said. You're mad because that ass isn't fat enough for you. Right. <laughs> I'm just like, what? Like, they can't, they cannot view it that way. It's like, they can't. I'm like, they're ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's literally ridiculous. Yeah, it, they need it catered to the male gaze because that's the way it's been for so long, right? We we yeah. we have as men, and I'm speaking as a man, not as a brown man because that's a whole another thing. But yeah. as a man, we've had so many male characters, so many action heroes. We have Nathan Drake, we have Indiana Jones, we have so many carbon copies off that one archetype. Indiana Jones, Rick O'Connell from the Mummy, uh, 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 Nathan Drake. Did I say Nathan Drake twice? Anyway, the point yeah. being is like we have so many people like that and like women have Lara Croft and that's relatively new in the whole scheme of fiction. Uh-huh. It's, it, and the, we, com- we complain that, uh, 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 that, you know, it isn't for us. Yeah, as if like most media hasn't been catered toward straight white guys for the majority of media's history like it like that's what gets me like when people are just like they added one person it's oh and i'm like one one person that doesn't fit into like your narrow standard is suddenly political they're just existing homie like they're literally just standing there like they're not doing anything you're the one that's making a stink out of it like that's the thing it's like they're the ones making a stink out of it if you just shut up it wouldn't be political like, uh, they can't they have they can't they physically can't shut up though yeah um uh i know matt's saying some stuff in the comments I'll, I'll i'll get to that but something that you had said amanda like five minutes ago that i like lost and i came back to is that when they infantilize you um and act like this is like these comics are too smart for women brains right but these are the same people that are yelling in tiktoks that they don't want politics in their in their comics. They don't want it in their superhero movies. Like they just want bang bang pew pew. And it's like, which side are you on? It's then? Too, they're too simple minded. They're too. Yeah. Uh, the comics are too cerebral for for the common person or women to understand. We're too dumb to understand it, but all they can compute is boobs and gun. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Seriously. That's it. Like their head is completely empty, except for boobs and gun. But we're the stupid ones who can't comprehend anything. But that's the funniest part. Where it's like, if it gets anything, if if it is anything past like gun explosion, pew pew. Yeah. Then it's too political for them. But we're right. the stupid ones. Right. <laughs> it's like it, okay. It's 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 crazy. Uh, Matt says uh, he thinks it goes back to what we said earlier. The uh, men don't want to to care about what uh, about women's stories. So when you desexualize those characters, it takes away their interest. They don't mm-hmm. want to care that 
about feelings and emotions and like a person being a human being. It's just the sexuality. You take away the sexuality, then why even have those stories in the first place? Why women there if no sexy? Right. <laughs> Basically. Right. Yeah. Like, why female exist if me no get? I don't want to say it. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. But we have Adam Sandler and Kevin James movies. And let's be honest, they're not. It's not cinema. It's not it's, a cinematic masterpiece. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm not, and I'm, uh, yeah, uh, I just, it's just, okay. Yeah. Uh, Uncharted may not be the best as far as like female representation is concerned, uh, you know, and having well fleshed out female characters. That being said, were any of the characters well fleshed out? Not really. No. Um, but before that, uh, there's oh. one funny thing I do want to say. Yeah. Because I was sitting next to, you know who Nikki Marina is, right? Um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah. Um, so I was sitting next to her and I was sitting next to official divinity and I heard offhand <laughs> when they, you know, when they dropped the boat on Braddock and she was like, damn, they really dropped the boat on her during black history month. And I was just <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I literally, I think I almost like spit out my wine yeah. and I had to just like sit there like trying not to die because I was laughing so hard I'm like they really did <laughs> <laughs> I was just like down because I didn't even think about it and then the, they said it and I was like <gasps> I just like <laughs> so, yes go on I just wanted to add that funny little <laughs> yeah there yeah um well I forget what I was saying now now I'm just um, I'm just remembering the fleshed out yeah but I don't, I don't think so. Honest answer, not really. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, sorry, so I just remembered the girl in the beginning that gets a drink at Tom, like Tom Holland's bartending and the girl gets a drink and they suddenly paint her as like this entitled- A trust fund baby. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. she just doesn't want to talk to some chatty bartender. Like, yeah. And I'm like, she's setting a boundary, but she's bit, like, that's that again. Like, it's one of those things where like homegirls just setting a boundary and wants to enjoy her drink. She doesn't have to talk to Tom Holland. Right. Like, she doesn't have to. <laughs> right. But then she she's a trust him, like, You're annoying. And then he like doesn't take that as a hint and Does she still say you're comes annoying? out. She like said something like when he you're gave her a history cute. fact, mm. she was like, that's weird. Like, yeah. why are you telling me that? Yeah. And he didn't like, take that hint he just kept going he like met her outside and continued to like and then stole from her so yeah. well we know the point was to steal from her but also like the steam did kind of paint her as like this like kind of catty person mm-hmm. for not wanting to talk to this random ass yeah and it's just like okay she's not catty because she doesn't feel like talking to this guy and also we knew like his motivation for talking to her he saw the bracelet want to chat her up and get the bracelet right but like the scene also made it look like she was an asshole and it's like but she's not though like she literally no. was they just justified enjoying it the right they justified and- it by making her look shitty. sorry no i'm just gonna like that's all i said i was just like they justified him stealing from her because she was didn't want to talk to him yeah it was like, classic case of she deserved it yep yeah she's the mark and like he's a robin hood type character that's kind of what they were trying to set up with that. And I but. feel like too, or it's just like if they they could have done that so much better. 
Like they could have had it with like an actual like if they really needed to use a woman, just like a bitchy Karen, like someone who was just like get out of my face, like on your shoe. Like she could have been like a complete jerk, like un- unwarranted. Like if it was completely unwarranted, and Tom was just like, "Hey, what can I get you?" and the lady comes up and she's just like, "Don't talk to me, peasant." Like that yeah. would have been different, you know. Like had she just been like, "I spit on your grave," even though you were literally just doing your job. That's different. Or like some asshole dude with a Rolex. Like yeah. that would have been a different thing. But no, you make it seem like she's kind of a jerk for simply not wanting to talk to a dude. It was and a conscious you, choice, right? Yeah. And then he, she was right not to because he stole her shit. Like that's the thing. It's just like she was not she was right not to because he whole ass stole her bracelet. Our yeah, instincts like, are always right. Yeah. And I was like, but we're supposed to cheer for him in that scene. So then I'm like, if you really wanted us to cheer for him in that scene, make the person an actual jerk. Yeah. Like, make the person, like, again, like, I spit on your grave, like, anybody that used to come into the store I worked at. Like, do that. Because that would have yeah. been, I would have been like, yeah, I get it. Stealer shit. I wouldn't have done that. I'm not, I'm not a thief. But <laughs> I'm watching this movie. And you know what? Yeah, stealer shit. Because when he did it, like, it was so funny in the theater. When people noticed that he took her bracelet, yeah, they were like, oh, like, they weren't cheering. They yeah. weren't happy. Right. And they weren't like, oh, my God, go Tom Holland for grabbing that. They were just like, he stole her shit. <laughs> right. really, like, nobody in the theater was like, yeah. They were just like, oh. like, they were shook, but he did it. And I don't think that's a good thing when you're supposed to establish that this character is a thief. Like, you're, like, you're, we're still following him. He's still the protagonist. He's yeah. still supposed to be our quote unquote good guy. So you you made the audience kind of not like it for a second, you know? Yeah. Or it's just like, oh, what the fuck? Like he just he really just stole a bracelet for no reason. Like it wasn't even a goal. It was just to take it because it doesn't even come up later. Yeah. Jen, did you have? No, I'm just trying to think, like, I don't know, I guess maybe they were trying to make him look slimy, but it does, like, from my point of view, I'm just kind of like, yeah, it doesn't, I don't understand why they were trying to make her look, uh, like, shady just because she didn't want to talk to him. I thought that was weird. I did. I was like, so he's mad because she rejected him? or Yeah, that's what it seemed like. Yeah, like, even if that wasn't the intention, that's how it came off. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because we know that the intention was to get the bracelet, which again, you could have had that same scenario with a different right. victim. Like right. you change the victim and the whole dynamic of the scene changes. Right. And it, it was yeah. simple. Yeah. I don't know. In, in this movie and any movie in general, what ends up happening is you set up some kind of like morality that you're like uh, working on, like in old school horror movies. Like people who die are are people who have sex or do drugs, right? Or drink uh, and yeah. yeah, yeah. But the mm-hmm. person who stays alive is 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 the virgin, right? Mm-hmm. So the in the context of the writing in the movie, you're setting some sort of morality. And in a lot of these type of movies, like the dog doesn't die, right? Mm-hmm. The dog doesn't die because you're setting up a thing of like uh, dogs are innocent. Innocent people mm-hmm. don't die unless you're trying to show that like nobody's safe or Mm -hmm. you're trying to show how bad a bad guy is uh in movies like jurassic park um you have cases of like like people dying but like they either sacrifice themselves or the lawyer dies and like he's just kind of slimy to begin with 
or, you know, whatnot, except for, and this is where I'm tying it together. Have you guys seen Jurassic World? Yeah. When okay, I know lift, exactly what you're talking about. When the, when the, ter- uh, when the pterodactyls lift the, that, like, um, the, the girl caretaker. Who, yeah, she's supposed to be. She's not even a caretaker. That's the, she's like Bryce Dallas Howard's assistant that gets the assistant. Put, like, Assist- the yeah. kids she get supposed put to be on. watching the boys. That's it. Yeah, and then she gets like pulled up and then tortured, kind of as she's like whatever. And then like she's like gonna be safe, but that isn't. And then the big mosasaurus like comes out and like eats her and the pterodactyl. And it goes on for so long for what? Like she didn't even do anything. <laughs> right. So it's the question is, what's the point? What are you trying to show? It was no. torture corn. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was it. That yeah. was the point. I, I remember watching that in theaters, and I was like, was that necessary? And <laughs> it's not something that has, has happened in Jurassic Park until that point. Because in Jurassic yeah. Park, they have kind of a morality built in of, like, who dies and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. Or people yeah. going into a situation knowing they could die, they die. Because they mm-hmm. volunteer for that situation a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Right? But she didn't. And then, you know, that happens. They just killed her anyway. Right. Yeah. So Maybe so the was. choice the choice to have this girl be young, attractive, Tom Holland's age, a quote-unquote romantic interest, and then be shown to be a mark and kind of deserve it is a conscious choice. Mm-hmm. And you know? it's also, like, again, it's like if you're trying to get us to like these characters, that's not the way to do it. Because at the end of the day, it's just like... Yeah, they're thieves, right? Like, we already know that stealing is bad. We already right. know that, like, taking shit that's not yours is bad. That is a given. But we are following these characters. These are our protagonists. These are our heroes. So you're going to want to put them in a better light than other characters, even though they are also doing wrong, because we still have to follow these people. Right. So having us watch this guy, and here's the thing is, like, again, it would have been different too. Because, like, Mark Wahlberg, like, I like the scene where, like, Mark Wahlberg steals the bracelet from him. And that's more of kind of like a, ha gotcha. Like, that's more of a two people on the same level playing a game yeah. than it is you just stealing shit from a girl that was just hanging out, you know? Or, like, when he took the keys from the guy to get into his house. That had a purpose, right? you know? Like, he had to take those keys to get into Mark Wahlberg's house. Like, that's different. Or if Mark Wahlberg had taken something of his, you know? Like, it would have been different, okay, had he taken something of Tom Holland, and that's how it kind of kicked off. But no, you just show us this girl that was minding her own business getting robbed, essentially. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just like, if you want to make us like Tom Holland's character, that's not the way to do it. Like, and again, if you think about it too hard, you're just like, yeah, what what was that about? Like, you could have literally done anything else. Even better, you have, and this is just, this is tropey. But you know, you have a, a a a rich a rich guy jerk hitting on the waitress at that bar, and yeah. and then like Tom Holland, like all you need is like a scene like a scene where she's like, I don't want to take this guy, and then Tom Holland's like, I don't know, I'll serve him, I'll serve him, and so yeah. like he's like, hey, how's it going, man? Like bitches be crazy. Like he just tries <laughs> to get on his level, and then he steals his Rolex. Boom. <laughs> And that would have been a good character to fight him because we see later in the movie that he respects women, yeah. you know? Like, mm-hmm. we see later in the movie that he's just like, hey, that girl's really, 
cute or like hey that girl's really talented or hey that girl like I don't think I want to beat her ass you know like (laughs) he respects women so like you establish later on that he does respect women yeah so why would you have his introduction him disrespecting a woman yeah you should have it recontextualized where it's like he may be a piece of shit thief but at least he respects women you know like he may be a little little shit but like he's not gonna be a dick to women and like that would have been a nice character defining moment where it's like he does have a life and that would have been just kind of establishing it also makes sense later on with how he interacts with the female characters yeah because he does respect them he does see them as equal he doesn't make any skeezy comments about them he just acknowledges that they're attractive and yeah. that's fine because they are and he wasn't disrespectful about it he wasn't saying gross shit about them right so like he also works very well with them so it's like okay so why are you going to have his introductory him disrespecting a woman when he clearly doesn't disrespect them like yeah. it's kind of a dissonance there that would that didn't make any sense like your scenario made way more sense than the yeah. one we got yeah jen i'm just going like this is just going back any thoughts things. as the uh, as the official tom holland representative <laughs> i hate to see him in this like this spot but it's true i mean this character is like that whole scene it didn't make sense to me i don't i don't it wasn't necessary they could have switched it around. I, again, going back to why is it not okay for a woman to just not want to talk to somebody? I don't understand. And right. that's the vibe they're giving off with that scene. Right. And mm-hmm. you're saying it's a conscious deci- decision. It is. They could have done better. Right. It, it, I don't think that reflects on Tom Holland, though. No. In my defense. I get it. You got st- to stick up for your client. I get it. You know? <laughs> he could have said something, but... Yeah. But yeah, no, I don't, I don't like that scene at all. I thought right. it was. Just like when, when we ask ourselves, like, why isn't something proportionally represented? Whether, mm-hmm. why aren't superheroes uh, 50% women? Why aren't they, they racially represented, right? Uh, why are all astronauts or majority of them um, male in real life, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's because we, but we know why, because it was specifically been like, women can't do that. This is a man's job, right? But then also, like, weird fact, a, bit, a disproportionate amount of astronauts are from Ohio. It's, it's a weird statistic. And so you have to ask yourself, why? Because there's nothing else to do in Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. There could Look also... The stars? No, I yeah, don't know. It's like, I'll go there one day. <laughs> it's like okay i guess if that's really like, thing, you know cool why yeah uh you have to ask yourself like why those are conscious decisions on a micro level doesn't have to be conscious but on a macro level you can see the stats you know yeah yeah it's like oh. like throwing a boat on a black woman during black history Month. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, just, like i keep thinking about that and i'm like damn they really like they didn't really think that went through did they need more poc in the writing room that, that, because if i had been there i'd be like guys guys i don't i really think that's not the way to kill her off like you can kill defense, her off a different way they thought it was coming out in december but <laughs> maybe not with the boat <laughs> maybe not with the boat <laughs> maybe they're they're like uh they're like this is a good christmas time thing but all right yeah they thought it was coming out in december they didn't really think that through i think what's funny like even in general like the 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 connotations (laughs) of dropping a boat on (laughs) it i didn't i didn't think that deeply about that other than the fact that like they're 
needs to be more POC in this movie regardless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she's like really the only representation and then Chloe. Um, mm-hmm. But like the the funny thing that I find about like the, the cause the joke pops up about the Black History Month thing, like damn in Black History Month and whatever, <laughs> but it really, it's like of all time, right? That's yeah. kind of like the joke. Like, all like, the time. It's more like it always happens, but in this one month, there's a joke about it. It's weird, but it's just an ongoing thing about lack of representation in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked up w- uh, how old Tati Gabrielle is, and and uh, the the question that I have is: Was Sully and her hook were they hooking up? Yes, I feel like that's what they were trying to tell us. That's definitely what they insinuated. Absolutely, because she has like, him in a leg in like a leg around the 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 neck lock. And she's Did like, you miss this? I was yeah, like, oh. yeah. And I was okay. like, what? And how old is she? She was born in 1996, the actress. So whatever that comes out to, super 20. young compared to Mark Wahlberg. She's 26. That's okay. literally a year younger than me. Um, and how long ago were they were they hanging out? You know, like how long ago was that job? Because like, is she 26 in the movie? Just, like that kind of. Oh, it's two show. years ago. They said it was two years ago that Sam and her uh, and them were on the job. So she would have been 24. Okay, but is she 24 in the movie? Is she playing older? I don't think she's quite older. I think she might be around like Nathan's age. Maybe she like way two more or three years older than... tops. She does look way more mature for a couple of different reasons. But one of it, it's Tom Holland looking like a baby too, yeah. right? Fair. Cause like uh, she does look like she looks her age, but like that the thing is, it's like that also boils down to like you know the trope where it's like middle aged to old men having like twenty to thirty year old wives on television, yeah, and the the opposite never being true, yeah. Like they're always dating somebody that could feasibly be their daughter, yeah. But you would never see the reverse, right? And for some reason, people like women in their forties and fifties have to automatically play like mothers or even grandmothers sometimes. And it's right. just like, why can't you just have like a woman in her forties? That would have made way more sense had her character had Braddock been in like her forties or fifties. Right, like Mark Wahlberg. That's like a like Charlize Theron been- role too, right? Exactly. Like if Charlize Theron playing the badass kind of mercenary character. Yeah, like that. That would have made more sense had you had like an actress closer to his age. But you have this person that's like, again, like I'm in that age bracket and I'm like, I ain't looking at Mark Wahlberg. Like, no, like, I, no, yeah. <laughs> like that's the thing where it's just like, it's, you can just clearly tell that like a dude wrote this because why don't they have age appropriate love interests unless the other guys also in their 20s or cast it or cast it because it, it wasn't ca- stated in the writing how old she is, right? no i don't think so it's like just cast someone in their 30s or 40s it's not that hard right like it's really not that hard there's there are 30 to 40 year old actresses you know uh, 40 to 50 year old 20, actresses. 25 year gap yeah like a turtles literally showed us it's like you can find actresses in their 40s like in 50s they exist they're right there and if yeah. you really need them to be hot they're also hot yeah like it's just cast an age appropriate person it's really right. weird to think that mark Wahlberg is doing the deed with somebody that could feasibly be his daughter like right that's not the math isn't mathing like it's also <laughs> it's also weird to think that like there are people out there that think that like women aren't attractive over 40 
that's like, do you think they expire? Like, what the? Well, I mean, essentially, that's, to, you know, sorry, Jen. It's just saying it goes back to the small brain. Like, it's just, it's not, it's not there. It's right. Like, if women know young, then how sexy? Yeah. It's like, and again, infantilization. Like, they have to be younger and smaller and cuter and weaker. And it's just like, or they could be, you know, like Lauren Redloff, who was 43 at the time of Eternals and like still very attractive and very strong and very cool. Like, yeah. like, like she did not expire at 25. Like what do you? Right. Yeah. She also looks young me. though. That works in her favor. Well, she don't crack though. That's the thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't, we do not crack. Um, <laughs> Yeah. But um, like even Salma Hayek, like Angelina Jolie, it's just like you right. have these older actresses who are still very much attractive and you don't need to be young and youthful to be attractive. You can be older and still be very attractive. And ha- if we can have all these men who can still pull a 25 year old and still be considered attractive, then why can't the opposite happen? Yeah. You have, like, you have all these actresses that are older and the guys that say like you can't, you know, women over 40 aren't attractive. So you're telling me you don't find Angelina Jolie attractive exactly. or Jennifer like, Gardner or Jennifer Aniston or any, like these older actresses, you're telling me you don't think they're attractive? That's, that right. I don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's it's, not. It's giving Leonardo. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or, I mean, it's giving Matthew McConaughey in uh, what's it, uh, what's it movie uh, where it's like the cool, uh, the best thing about getting older is the girls stay the same age or something like that. No, best thing about high school girls is I get older and they stay the same age. That's that, uh, whatever movie that is. Don't quote me on it. That's not me saying it. It's Matthew McConaughey's character. Uh, And so it's kind of that mentality. Uh, You know? It's just sad. Like, it's honestly sad. It's just like, again, it's like if, if an older man can still be attractive and desirable and the star of a movie, then why can't the same be said for women? It's misogyny. We know why. Right. But like, you really get as, like, especially for these guys who are like married. Well, we know what happens. Like, these dudes literally will divorce their wives for not being 25 and hot anymore, even though they've been together for freaking 20 years. Right. Like, it's, it's just stupid. Like, you really don't have the emotional mature, like, the maturity to understand that women also get wrinkles. Like, no. right. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think it comes down to men's worth being more than just attractiveness. So, if, mm-hmm. if, you, if you call a guy ugly, he'll be like, yeah, but like, I make more money than you. So who cares? Yeah, or power scaling or like, I'm tall, like I'm taller than you. Who cares? Or, you know, like I could probably kick your ass though. Like who cares if I'm better looking? It's like, you look like the, you know, uh, horse's ass, but like, uh, you know, I guess you can kick my ass. a lot of memories for me. <laughs> you know, uh, Matt Mori specifically brings up Sofia Vergara. Because oh, yeah. Matt Matt is a Sofia Vergara fan and has been for the last oh, like twenty too. years. Um, I don't grow up with Sofia Vergara. What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> don't don't do I that. Don't grow up to no one like should do that. What's the point? <laughs> uh, uh, by the way, Nuv the poet is out there. I don't know if you guys know Nuv, but Nuv is awesome. He's been on the key before. Uh, he's amazing, and uh, he's on TikTok. Uh, Nuv just waves hi, and so hi. what's up, Nuv? Uh, Matt says Dazed and Confused is the movie. That's the Matthew McConaughey movie, Dazed and Confused, that mm-hmm. I was talking about. Um, about high schoolers. 
about, well, about, he's not in high school, but he's talking about high school. Films, but yes, um, something that I do have to say about this movie is that even though it's, it's this weird dichotomy and you got to see it from like, like in the context of the story, nobody treats the women like they're less than. They treat them like they're equals, right? Yeah. Nobody says, oh, you're a girl, you can't do, because like you got one girl that's like stealing all this stuff and like she's running and getting away and like she's the best at what she does. And there's another girl who's like killing people left and right. Nobody's going to be like, ah, you're just, you, girls don't kill people as good as guys kill people. Like nobody's saying that within the context of the story. When you take it one step out, the writers are not putting women in these roles that actually push the plot forward or that matter as much, they're throwaway while the guys kind of get that glory. So as a, in the writer's point of view, women are less than, but in the story, the characters aren't less than. It's this weird thing. So yeah, I think, <laughs> sorry. You're okay. Uh, so when, when you say that one scene comes to mind, when after he steals the cross, and Braddock finds him and takes the case. Then the three security guards walk in. So yeah. he is like, oh, sorry. Like he knew she was about to kick their butts. But, and then he's just like, peace out. Yeah. I was like upset. Why didn't we get to see her fight? Why didn't we get to see like her kick their butts? Like, I don't understand. I didn't understand that at all. And I felt like I got cheated out of that action scene. And he, but he gave her that attention. Like he knew what she was capable of. He didn't think she was any less than. He even said like, sorry. Those guys are fucked. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, but I, I don't know. I think we got gypped out of a lot of action scenes with the female characters. Yeah. That one comes to mind specifically, but. I think it's again, just, yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Again, like completely sidelining Chloe. Like an easy way to have brought her in like, it's so simple. Because again, these these career criminals are acting like morons. Like, that's the thing. It's like these career criminals have been acting like they don't even know what they're doing. Because like, if I were Chloe, I would have been like, there's a good chance this asshole probably gave me the wrong coordinates, right? right. Like, it just, as a character perspective, I'm like, okay, you were also a career criminal. He conveniently left these coordinates here. Don't they look a little sketchy? Doesn't that kind of, you know, sketch you out? Left like, it right out there for her. <laughs> like that that's the thing where it's just like you could have also just like thought about it and been like, huh, what are the odds that he just conveniently left the coordinates here? Probably they're not right. So it would have been super easy for her to just figure it out on her own, meet them there, and then to have them be like, oh, what are you doing here? I tried to lead you astray. And that's how she's involved in the last scene. Oh, hi. Um but like that's how she could have been involved in the last scene yeah. instead they were just like wrong coordinates sad note even though she really doesn't care about tom holland's character that much right and go on a boat and then come back out and go bastards and that's it <laughs> uh yeah. or include her in that post-credit scene that she's like still on like working with them because they yeah. can't hold it against her they all double cross each other you yeah. know uh but yes including her in that last part could have shown her that she's part of the team Instead, they they essentially go out of their way to be like, nah, it's a duo. It's them two, right? Yeah. You know? Um, they- we got, sorry, we got Jay Phrygian or Phrygian uh, in the comments saying, hey, Jenna, hey, Amanda. Uh, yeah. Also saying, yeah, they just randomly left her gone for the last third act. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, like they literally, and then here's the thing too, is like if they really didn't want to like include her in like the boy squad, she could have just been like, oh, I'm gonna do my own thing, bye. Yeah. Like, and here's the thing, she could have like, if they really wanted to bring her back, they could have just shown that again, she had gotten there either first or like shortly after them and did what I said to do and just take some gold. Yeah. Kind of like uh, Sully did where he took some gold as like a backup. Uh, didn't really hold on to it very well, but yeah. um, like she could have just like, maybe taking something out of her bag, like, I got what I wanted. Like, that could have just easily just added her there and then being like, eh, guys, I think I'm going to peace out and then just show that she had taken something. It would have been cool. that would have been super easy. That would have been super simple. But it was too simple and nobody thought about it. How how cool would it have been? Because she got a good head start, like, Tom Holland, Nathan wasn't sleep. He was sleeping. He wasn't pretending to sleep. So, like, he he overslept and she was gone. In that amount of time, she could have figured it out. She could have, she could have been like, oh yeah, you gave me the wrong coordinates, but like I found the real coordinates. I just got a couple of gold pieces and then like I left because it got mm-hmm. too like crazy. Like, okay. She's yeah. more capable. Yeah. Again, career criminals not acting like career criminals for some reason. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Um, all in all, though, what would you? As, as we close up this episode, what would you grade this out of 10? Now, we, we it's fair to say, like we said, like we didn't feel like we wasted money or time on this movie. Uh, and uh, I did state that like, I will probably see it again, like with my parents or something, like on, on streaming or something, you know? It's like one of those movies. It was not a waste of time. I would see it again. But like, what would we grade this out of 10? I would say like a seven and a half but i will say going into this conversation it was probably higher than that but like after walking through it yeah walking through it and talking through it i'm just like "Mm, i didn't love that that's forgot about that part yeah yeah so seven and a half for me yeah i'd still go see it again i'd pay for it i don't regret going but yeah um i don't regret watching this movie i would have paid to see it and not been upset when i left um, I wouldn't have been like, damn, I really wasted $15. No, I didn't waste $15. It would have been fine. Yeah. Um, I would rate it maybe like a 6.5 to 7 out of 10. Again, okay. it was higher before I got talking about it and really thinking. Um, if it had come out in the 80s, I think I would have ranked it higher. Yeah. Um, I think it's one of those movies that like would have been really like a good 80s movie. Yeah. And like you watch it again, you're like, oh, that's a bit problematic. But like, I liked it still. Yeah. Like. That's the vibe it gave me. It's like, would have been better in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought there were, like, a lot of cool parts in this movie. Like, definitely. So, like, uh, uh, I think it is definitely a fun movie, and I would not recommend that people not watch it. But, like, Matt Matt and I, like, Matt's an old friend of mine, and, like, we, we see these movies and stuff, and uh, we both have AMC A-List. So yeah. we pay monthly for AMC A-List. Are there, are there AMCs out there? Mm-hmm. Jen? Okay. Yeah, that's where we went. That's where I, I went. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so you pay monthly and you get up to three movies a week, technically, that you could see. Huh. And so uh, it's because like MoviePass came and went and then they were like, oh, there, there's something to this. So it's like 20 bucks a month, but like IMAX, digital, all that stuff is the same price point. So you just, you can go see an IMAX movie and that would technically pay for itself then because that's like a 20 yeah. buck ticket. And so, like, uh, so Uncharted, I got to see it essentially twice. But if I didn't have that, would I have paid my $15 
to see it if it wasn't for this show. That's a tougher choice. I might have waited for it to come out on streaming. You know, uh, so I would grade, grade it like a seven out of ten. I think that's fair. That's fair. Fair to say, like seven out of ten. But like, eh, may, maybe for money, I would have saved my money. I'm not quite sure. I don't know. In this alternate time, I just time go into the movies. <laughs> I do too. I like I do too. It's a good now experience. that it's back. You know. Yeah. Uh, I saw Death on the Nile last week, and I was like, okay, it was fine. I'm never going to think about it again, though. <laughs> Except right now. Except right now. But it doesn't <laughs> hurt. It twice. Uh, once to review and then once at, like, a screening. Yeah. And, like, I saw it back in January. And I liked oh. it better the second time because I wasn't focusing on all the things I didn't enjoy the first time. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, you and your screenings. That's pretty cool. Oh, thanks. That is very cool. <laughs> Uh, I remember when I saw, when I was a kid, or not a kid, I was not a kid, I was 18, and I had a MySpace, and MySpace had a thing called Black Curtain Screenings, and so I got to see Borat before it came out, with wow. a bunch of 18-year-olds, just like, it was, imagine a theater packed with, like, MySpace generation 18 to 20, right? That sounds amazing. It was super fun. <laughs> it was super wild. So I saw Borat, I saw Super Bad before it came out. People were like were going wild on Superbad. And then I saw like Project X, which was also oh crazy God. to see with a group of like MySpace kids. It was like I would have paid to get a time machine to do that. It was, it was, it was awesome. Um, but uh, I haven't seen a, a early screening in a while. So, you know, that was fun though. Roll up to them. Let's hang out. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I want to. It's not up to me. Uh, or maybe it is. I don't know. Either way, I'll figure it out. I would love just to show go see up. It. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just show up and be, yeah. Just maybe I pull like a Nathan Drake thing and like steal the keys and then just there like work my way in. Steal the keys of the whole AMC. Don't yeah. do that. Um, uh, I did not. You won't be invited to another one. I'm going to get my, a, my AMC A-list revoked. They're going to be like, yeah, you're. We're, it's like, you're done. Yeah, you're done. You were once a VIP and now you're, you know, now you're not allowed on premises. <laughs> yeah um thank you too so much for coming on the show and taking yeah. time out of your saturday to talk about uncharted with me um before we get going uh, i want to know what your social media is where we can find you what you got coming up uh jen you want to go first oh sure yeah. um i'm on tiktok as jen Spa and uh instagram as jen Spa cause yeah so but all of my stuff is in my link tree um coming up i have she hulk which i just ordered which i'm super excited about i just got the wig for it like the other day oh cosplay so beautiful. yes okay because yep. i was the, i was like oh the, oh. the show because the show's coming out this year what show? oh yeah it's coming the out uh, yeah. this fall yeah. yeah um and then after that i don't know what my next cosplay will be i don't know people keep asking for sylvie they think i look like sylvie so that might be the next one i don't know that one i, I won't need a wig for so it's a little cheaper yeah. i can <laughs> um, see it. i really i really would like to make a cosplay at some point um but i feel like that will be later on down the road so we'll see may, yeah may i ask how you're doing she hulk are you doing face paint are you doing like makeup and stuff i have green face makeup yeah. And then I also have like green everything. So like eyeliner, mascara, all of it. So I'll have makeup done, but it'll be all green 
And then I have makeup, like face makeup. And I'm not going to be painting my body. I just got a green suit. So yeah, I get that. I can't. I can't As someone that. who's been Beast Boy multiple times, <laughs> I wear, I used to wear a short sleeve Beast Boy. So I used to have to put like, like green on my arms and oh my, my face and neck and whatever. Uh, I mean, it looked good, no. but like also, it's a lot. There's a lot of surface area here. And so yeah, it's a lot, also would, just a lot of makeup and a lot of time. It, I mean, it takes a couple hours. Yeah. I would have green everywhere, like all over my walls. I yeah. Know, like, I, I got green I everywhere be. too. So I get that. Yeah. Uh, no, but I'm looking no. forward to that. Uh, to Thanks. your She Hulk. That you sounds do. cool. Thanks. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, Amanda. Oh my gosh. What you uh, you're totally going to kill uh, She-Hulk and Sylvie, by the way. Um, oh, thank you. No yeah. problem. Um, so, yeah, I'm Amanda, just vibing on everything. Um, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I'm more active on Twitter now. I'm proud of myself for that. Um, <laughs> Are you Amanda, Amanda just vibing on everything? Uh, yeah. That's all changed now? Uh, everything's Amanda, just vibing, yeah. Oh, I should have updated your display. I didn't even... I didn't even know. I still have your old uh, username. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, it's Amanda just vibing on everything now. Okay, that's good. Like, I like that. Everything except for YouTube, which is just my name, Amanda Castrello. Okay. And um, yeah, so um, I'm so excited. I, I just followed you uh, while we were talking. I was just like, let me go follow right now. And um, yeah, so I'm just going to be doing a couple more things, uh, talking about Marvel, talking about upcoming movies, um, cosplay. Uh, speaking of cosplay, I'm doing Gamora soon. Um, I did a patch test of green. I'm not allergic. So uh, eventually I will get the courage to paint my whole face and neck and upper body. Um, oh, you're going to paint everything. Oh, good everything. for you. Girl. Except for here, <laughs> I'm going to get like some sleeves instead. Like I'm going to get mm -hmm. like some mesh sleeves because I'm not going to mess with my whole arms. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I accidentally had made my hair Gamora colored. Uh, that was not the intention, but that was the outcome. Yeah. So I'm taking advantage of it. Yeah. Uh, I think it's funny. Now I'm going to have to break out my beast boy. I feel like we're going to have to do this whole green have, thing. You know, you have to, yeah. And everybody's know, going green. <laughs> do a stream green. Everyone you're yeah. not allowed in unless you are green. Yeah. Yeah. We could do an all green St. Patrick's day thing. <laughs> um, both of you do amazing work. Uh, I love your TikToks. Thank That's you. how I found both of you. And though, even though, you know, uh, it's Jen's first time here and Amanda has been here before. Uh, I would love to have both of you back on another episode sometime. Yeah, sounds fun. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, Jay Friggian's still out there saying Gamorification. Gamorification. <laughs> the, the Gamorification of Amanda just vibe and it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he also says good for March. And I'm assuming he, I should have said they, but uh, but uh, good for March. Yeah, green would be good for March. Um, thank you two so much for coming on the show. Thank you to everybody out there for watching. Uh, if you're watching this, you're watching the live stream, like I said before, volume.com, Twitch, YouTube, or you're listening to the podcast, and that's cool too. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio. However you're digesting us, please click like, follow, subscribe, click the bell, do your thing. Uh, wherever you are, however you digest us. Thank you for digesting us and being a part of this grand experiment we call the Keeg. Um, uh, other than that, uh, you can go to our Patreon. We're on patreon.com slash the Keeg show. Definitely check that out. Uh, if you want to help donate to the Keeg, we're trying to create more shows and more opportunities. We might do some live venue uh, uh, shows 
And uh, for that, uh, the Patreon definitely helps. So check out Patreon. See see if you'd like it. Patreon.com slash The Keeg Show. There's different tiers of donations and subscriptions and that sort of thing. Um, but then you can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at The Keeg Show. We're also on Twitter at The Keeg Show. So we're all over. Definitely find us. We have a lot of shows. The Keeg Live is just one of them. But definitely stay tuned. And uh, Jen and Amanda, I will definitely hit you up to come back uh, again sometime. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Thank Thank you guys so much uh, for being a part of it. Once again, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been The Keeg Live, talking Uncharted. Take care, everybody. Peace out.